It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is episode number 244 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, make sure you follow on Twitter at Locked Redskins. Lots of Redskins content going up there every day. Videos, audio quotes, uh, all sorts of things. Podcast links, stories, uh, everything Redskins that we can find and have time to post goes up at Locked Redskins at Locked Redskins. Right now, you can see a little video of the Redskins stretching and warming up Thursday uh, at Wednesday's minicamp practice, and it finishes off with Morgan Moses and Eric Flowers as the two bookend tackles because Trent Williams right now is not there. And as you know, uh, and maybe you've heard by now, Trent Williams, the story has changed a little bit from Tuesday with Ian Rappaport's first report that he wants a new contract. We believe that is still the case. However, more of the reasoning and certainly a more politically favorable explanation from um, Jason LaConfora on behalf, we presume, of Trent Williams uh, and his side of things, although Trent refuses to comment and so does his agent, Vince, um, Vince Taylor, uh, they refuse to comment. I've known both of those guys for almost 10 years now. Uh, they just, they're just they just not talking. Um, you know, the, the story from Jason Locke and Four, based on his multiple sources, became that Trent is very upset, not at about a contract, but at the medical care and uh, medical treatment uh, of the uh, somewhat cancer, uh, or the the previously thought of cancerous growth on his scalp and on his head that ultimately was surgically uh, removed uh, and turned out not to be cancer, but he was upset about that. And I'm sure there's other things that he's upset about, uh, Trent Williams, and he probably has a right to be upset to some degree, if not a large degree, about some of his medical treatment because it's something that many, many other players have been in the past. However, they've been somewhat powerless. Trent Williams is far from powerless. He is the best player on the team, uh, certainly on the offense, I should say, uh, and he is their most critical piece when it comes to holding anything together. Uh, certainly on the offensive line, there's no doubt about that, but you can make an, a strong argument on the team, on the offense uh, as a whole. They need Trent Williams. It's that simple, especially without Ty Antecki there. And don't forget, not only is Eric Flowers not very good at tackle, he wasn't even brought here to be a tackle. Uh, they wanted to convert him to guard. He's only playing tackle at times uh, because they have no other choice and because that was his natural position. They think he's going to be a much better guard than he is a tackle. Uh, the other problem was uh, and is is that right now you have a situation where Trent Williams is just kind of lingering out there. All right, so let's get to head coach Jay Gruden. 
who met with reporters on Wednesday after minicamp practice at Redskins Park. Locked on Redskins was there. The bottom line is this. Jay was not happy to have to answer all these questions, but the Redskins put him in a terrible, terrible situation of having to answer for this instead of putting Larry Hess or uh, a doctor or somebody from the medical professional, Bruce Allen or Doug Williams. Not that Doug Williams uh, would probably be any better, but they put him in a terrible, terrible situation of having to be the head coach, a doctor, a public speaker, and everything in between. So here's Jay Gruden at the podium, part of it, from Wednesday at Redskins Park. Diagnosis for a scalp uh, and that he's, he's really upset uh, and, and may not want to play here anymore. What's your response to that? I really don't have one. I'm just trying to focus on the guys that are here right now. And, and uh, I know Trent knows how much we uh, need him and want him back. Um, that's the only thing I can do from here as far as what happened with him and the doctors. That's between he and the doctors. And uh, hopefully we get that cleared up soon. The report said that Trent has vowed not to return to the Redskins. You said you've spoken with him. Have you gotten any indication that, that he doesn't want to be back here in any situation? I haven't spoke to him as in that context, no. Would you expect him to want to be back, though, with this team? I sure hope so. It's got, yeah. When was the first time that you were aware that he would not be showing up for this part of the, the offseason, which is mandatory? Uh, probably a couple days ago. And, and was that the first time that any of these issues, contractual or otherwise, were brought to your attention? To that extent, yes. Yes. <clears throat> You've kind of been just going, I think it was back in, I think the combine that you told us it was just a scalp. Can you give us a little bit more detail on exactly what the issue was with, with his scalp? No. Are you aware or were you aware that there are some, either Trent or others, maybe have some issues with the medical staff have you has that been a concern raised to you at all not at all no i think our medical staff's done a good job you know i think uh where the frustration might lie is the timing of the um diagnosis um maybe he wishes it was diagnosed a little sooner my understanding but other than that i think our doctors and medical staff have done a good job okay uh, maybe th maybe this was addressed at some point in the offseason the decision to move minicamp up before the last week of otas just curious what, what went into that decision. Well, you know, usually the last day of mandatory minicamp, you give them off or you do something kind of fine. I want to make sure I got three good days, especially with a lot of the young players that we have here and the first-year players. I want to get a full three days of work in. Um, the last week, we'll still get a couple good days. Probably won't be as full uh, as it would be this week. Rob Ryan, what, what has it meant for you to have a guy like that with all that experience? And he's got obviously a lot of interesting uh, sayings. What, what, sort of, what are the things he's kind of been saying that sort of jumped out to you? Oh, no, he's great. I, I, he's been unbelievable. You know, anytime you add a former coordinator, a um, guy with his amount of experience to your staff, it's really beneficial to everybody, not just uh, his players, but the entire defense and Coach Minuski. Uh, these guys uh, work very well together. He knows his role, he understands his role, and he's uh, relishes his role. He wants to be here. He wants to help the linebacker room, but he also has an idea of the big picture as well, front coverage, all that. So uh, he's been great, man. He's got a great personality. Players have responded well to him, uh, doing a great job. Circling back to Trent, is your understanding that his absence is contractual or some kind of displeasure with the team? I just know he's absent, to be honest with you. The contractual stuff is out of my uh, hands. Um, the Medical things that you guys are talking about is really out of my hands as well. You know, my job is to coach the players that are here, and, and uh, that's all I can do. Can you share any of what you like the things that you were able to talk to him with? Can you share any of? No, nah, not is? really. Nothing special.
Jay, I wanted to ask you a little bit about Trey Quinn. I, I know you've, you've had some really high praise for him in the past. Now that you've watched him now in OTAs and minicamp, um, what are your expectations from him, for him this season? Uh, we have great expectations for him and the entire receiving group. Really, Trey's done an excellent job. You know, he's come in here and, and uh, stepped to the head of the class as far as his position is concerned and, and done a great job. You know, he understands route concepts. He's physical. He's got strong hands. He can separate um, and uh, he can block. And he's also obviously a punt returner for us. So he's a valuable member of our team right now. We just have to make sure we keep him healthy and continue to monitor, monitor him on a daily basis. Um, uh, but uh, we have great, I mean, he, he's, that slot position is critical for us. You know what Crowder did for us the last few years and obviously Jordan Reed on the inside. Those inside players uh, are critical to our offense. What about his skill set makes him an ideal punt returner? Well, he catches it. That's one. <laughs> We've had, yeah, we've had trouble with that. So we find, if you can catch it, you're probably our punt returner. So right now, Trey's the only one who can catch it. But he, he also has, uh, you know, he's, he's got no fear. You know, you got to be able to be, I mean, you got to be tough back there because guys are coming at you at all angles. He has enough quickness to separate. But uh, the We're medical. Telling, yes. Uh, this is the first I've heard about Trent's. About medical maybe. Well, I know he's frustrated. Anytime you have something done, that procedure like that, that magnitude, you know, you want to find the reason you wish something maybe could have been done differently or different timing but our doctors are very good uh, I know they did the best they can I mean they have plenty of degrees I, I know they did the right thing in their mind and, and uh, I know Trent's probably frustrated but uh, at the end of the day um, we want them back staff wants them back the players want them back and hopefully we'll get it uh, fixed follow up on the the diagnosis um, you said about the timing of it does this mean he had gotten something checked out and was missed is that's that all I've, I've heard that that's the frustrations may lie is the timing of it how it was that when I, I don't know I don't know what the what his frustrations are right now with the medical staff you'll have to ask him uh, the rumors just came out today that's the first I really heard about the frustrations as far as being the reason for him not being here but you know he did not communicate that frustration to you no okay how tough annoying whatever the word is you're out here trying to run minicamp. It's going to be the three days for the first time in a long time. And you have this off-field issue to deal with. It's, I have a lot of people I need to coach right now. And, and we're doing a good job. But we have a lot of good things going on here in training camp. Our rookies have come in and done a great job. The guys that we signed free agency-wise have done a great job. The veterans we have coming back have bought in and practicing really hard. That's what I'm focused on. Trent's our best player, one of our best players, and we want him back. But right now, we have to cater to the guys that are here. Uh, we'll handle Trent accordingly, um, and hopefully we'll get him back by training camp. But uh, we have so many good things going on right now, I'm not going to let one distraction hold us back. And it's really not a distraction for me right now. A couple non-Trent injury questions for you. We haven't seen much of Adonis Alexander these last couple of days. Anything with him? Yeah, a little bit of a groin. We just held him out today. OK, um, Jerron Christian. Uh, he's still how, recovering how, from his knee. Do you have a timetable on? Will he hopefully be training camp? We're shooting for training camp. Do you think he can be part of your rotation this season? Is that? Well, yeah, he yeah, better be. Okay. So. Yes. Um, and then Darius Geis, is he saying we kept him inside? He's uh, dealing with his uh, injury in house in here. Is he a training camp guy? Yes. <laughs> he better be as well. <laughs> uh, Jim Tom Sula spoke today and is clearly enamored with how his defensive line is just so young and yet so committed and so mature. So what's it like having such a young group, but guys who are just so professional and come in every day and work on their off time just to have such a singular focus? It's an unbelievable group. 
on and off the field, you can't ask for a better group of men. Um, and it's led by a great coach, obviously. But uh, I think not to take away anything away from Jim Tom Sula, but I think anybody in here could probably coach that group. You know, <laughs> he's a great coach. But the, these guys are great people, great players. They demand a lot of one another. They demand a lot about their teammates, and and that's what you look for when you draft young players. You want them to come in here and, and dominate their craft, but also uh, set great examples and set the tone for the defense. And Payne and Allen and Ionitis, and they brought Caleb Brantley along. He's doing a great job. Settle coming on last year, the way he's come on. Uh, those five guys have been outstanding. And you got some young guys that we've looking at right now have been very impressive. So they just follow suit, man. It's the effort. Another injury check, Jordan Reed. I know he's been over in the rehab area. Yeah, he's, he, he should be ready for training camp. Yeah, with uh, another injury, but related to Alex, do you know when he's going to get his external fixator off? Like, is there a timeline for that? Yeah, he told me I think it's going to be another month. Okay. Probably will take that off, a month and a half maybe. All right, once again, that is Redskins head coach Jay Gruden, or a portion of his press conference at Redskins Park on Wednesday. Today's show brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com. Yeah, and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. And also, we remind you guys to go and download the new Himalaya podcasting app. Yeah, it's free. Super easy to use. Every single podcast you love. Uh, or you're searching for, or you would ever need. Personally curated playlists made just for you by our expert podcast makers. Find and download the Himalaya podcasting app on the App Store or Google Play Store. And don't forget to follow Locked on Redskins once you're there. Back in a flash with Earl Forsey for his analysis of the Trent Williams situation next. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Redskins podcast. And joining us right now is my colleague, my friend, co-host of Countdown to Kickoff on 106.7 The Fan before each and every Redskins regular season game. Also host some post-game shows throughout the preseason and throughout the year. Uh, and a guy who's grown up in Washington, D.C., uh, with the Redskins and remembers the good old days, and we've had him on a number of times, my pal Earl Forsey. Earl, how are you? Doing great. I'd like to get the kickoff as soon as possible because things keep happening before. I mean, I we're know. not even out, out of the summer yet, and things are going on out in Ashburn. So one of those things going on, as we've talked about on our radio show on 106.7 The Fan, is Trent Williams, of course. Now the story has kind of changed from Tuesday to Wednesday. Now apparently it's because he's unhappy with the medical treatment Bottom line, let me start with this. September the 9th, I think it is, in Philadelphia, 1 o'clock week one, is Trent Williams the Redskins starting left tackle? Yes, I think there's no doubt at some point he's going to be back. I think a point is being made. Now, look, I'm not going to sit there and talk about anybody's personal medical situation. Obviously, he feels very strongly about this. But we know what the numbers also say with the contracts that are being signed by left tackles now in the NFL. And we know the value to Trent Williams and this team. Look at minicamp out there what a mess that offensive line is and now you don't have Trent Williams on it I mean it's still 
a tough deal for him, even with Trent Williams on that offensive line. They might have a rookie starter this year. You've got to sign Brandon Sheriff to a new contract at some point. There's no tie-in. Secchi now to kind of fall back on. Uh, so he's got the Redskins in a tough situation because he's been their best player, certainly in the offensive line. You can make a case on offense. You can make a case on the entire team for years now. So when you're missing your best player, one of your best players in your team, yeah, it's a problem, no doubt, Chris. And the Redskins somehow, some way, whatever the issues are, from a football standpoint, have to get this solved before they play week one of the regular season, no doubt. You know, you and I kind of um, were, were chatting on, on on our radio show about, you know, again, the whole injury discovery and the timeline we don't exactly know uh, when – this situation, which apparently dealt with what they thought at one point maybe was a tumor on his head. I mean, clearly, Trent seems upset. He, I'm sure, was scared. I'm, sh- You know, it cost him, like, not to play in the Pro Bowl. We didn't think it was minor. Jay Gruden kind of dismissed it, threw it under the rug. I'm sure it was very major, and I'm sure the last thing he wanted to worry about and think about. So, again, we don't know the whole details of this thing. But I could see how if you're Trent Williams and you're 30 years old and you start to see the writing on the wall, right, they've got to give a big contract presumably to Brandon Sheriff. If not, they've got to pay Brandon Sheriff, you know, quite a bit of money this year and 15-ish million dollars next year as a franchise guy, presumably. You've got Morgan Moses long-term locked under contract. Like, you start to see the writing on the wall and you're like, whoa, wait a second, I'm not letting you clowns kind of ruin my the rest of whatever my career is because he can go somewhere else when his contract is up. But if he truly wants to be a top five left tackle, Earl, he looks and says, wait, you've got to take better care of me. Well, I think that's part of it. And the other part is, you know, in a couple of years, and we were kind of talking off air about this, and I brought up the fact that with this whole labor situation hanging in yeah. the balance, when his contract ends, will there be another contract? Yeah. I mean, we don't. You have to assume things are going to get worked out at some point with that, too. There's too much at stake for both sides. But you don't know. And, yes, I think with that that health scare that he had, which was a non-injury health scare, that's a totally different thing, Uh, this off-season issue, which apparently is the big issue now with the, if you believe the report, uh, the treatment he received from doctors for that uh, issue with the the, uh, growth in his scalp. Um, You do have, you know, your mortality, at least in the – Football right. sense, your football mortality. He's an older player. Now, he still should have plenty of years left and quality years. There's no doubt that that, that takes over, and you got to rethink that. And maybe he's had uh, an epiphany as far as that goes. And the, the thing that should worry everyone the most, and maybe it's just posturing, who knows where the statement came from, where uh, the report came from, but the report from Jason LaConfora yeah. of CBS Sports and, and Radio.com Sports, their NFL insider, He has vowed never to play for the Redskins again. That's a really hard line that's tough to back off from if this medical situation is really the reason why he's not playing for the Redskins right now, why he's not in camp with them. Now, the heat of the moment, and there could be heat of many moments, he could still be feeling very much that way. Maybe that's how he felt three weeks ago. We don't know. Clearly, he doesn't feel different enough to have to it, even though he wouldn't have participated to have shown up. So clearly, he's still upset to a, some degree, if not a, a large degree. Uh, I would say this: like if you're the Redskins, right, with two years remaining under the contract, like you have no choice, in my opinion, 
of playing poker here and seeing how determined, how committed Trent Williams truly is to his cause and to his case and say, okay, I call your bluff. I'm not giving – like, if, if – if, I guess behind the scenes, if, he, if they said to his agent, hey, how do we make this better? And his agent said, well, give him three more years at X, Y, and Z – they can be like, mm, no, we're not going to do that, so we're going to call his bluff. We're going to call his shot, right? I think Trent is going to be more more committed to this cause than it seems like some of his teammates and maybe even you, Earl, and I don't want to speak for you, but I know in talking to other people that they think he's going to be. Like, people would be stunned, I think, right now if he misses the beginning of training. I would not be surprised at all, and I wouldn't even be surprised if he misses a regular season game I or wouldn't two. be surprised if he misses training camp, the early part, and maybe up through the mid part till they get back to Virginia. Yeah. Um, but the week or so before the season starts, I would be stunned if he's not if back he's still not with the back. Redskins. Yeah, I would. And if it gets to that point, look, and I, I would, and I'm normally a skeptic when it comes to this that there's probably just contractual things, money involved, right. um, and usually because usually that's the case. But anymore in the NFL, I mean, you figure, well, whatever Odell Beckham's issues were in New York, they'd mm-hmm. work it out. He got traded. Yeah, Landon Collins, they let him go. I mean, you don't know nowadays in the NFL, but right. normally these things, ninety. Eight percent of the time now usually work out with something being done to appease the player, usually financially, and but the player not, ending but not back. Always. But I not mean, always. Le'Veon Bell yeah, sat the out the entire exactly. season to prove his point yes. of his value. The Steelers called his bluff, yes. and he never played for them Absolutely. again. That's the danger Absolutely. the Redskins have with this. And it, I think Williams, like you, and I know you guys that know him better, certainly more than I do, because I'm not around there every day anymore. But you know what a, what a thoughtful guy he is, and obviously he's kind of taken up the cause here, which is not just his issue. This has been you know, medical situations, issues for a lot of players, past and present, yeah. on the Redskins. And uh, to expect him just to back down and make it go away easily, that might – I think you're right in that case. It might not go away that quickly, that easily. But we've seen very recent history in the NFL, that situation in Pittsburgh – you call players bluff, and sometimes they call your bluff right back, and they win. Yeah, that's why I don't believe that this is just a cover front or a front for money. I do believe they're interconnected, and I do believe money, and a lot of it would make some of these problems go away. Because if you're trend, A, you get the money, but more importantly, you get that security where they can't. If they're going to, in his mind, in his heart, end his career or shorten his career, at least you're paying for it. You're paying for the fact that your negligence, your uh, whatever you want to call it, meaning your medical staff, your training staff, your post-injury staff, whatever it is, you're paying for your negligence. If If you want me to stay here, if you want me to continue putting my body on the line for it, you're going to have to pay it's for that it. statement, Rooster, vowed never to play for the Redskins yeah. again. Something is going to have to happen to make him take that back. And but, it's not well, just but, but that's probably money, the contract. Right? I, I think part of it I may mean, be. What else could it be other than firing the medical staff? Trent Williams has not played a full season since right. 2013. Um, most of these other top tackles, and I was looking at some stuff today, most of them have. Uh, one of them uh, above him has played, I think, four or five seasons every game, every yeah. season so far. 
Uh, but, you know, usually miss a game here or there. These are big yep. guys, and they get nicked up. They get injured. Uh, they get banged up. But uh, And the Redskins have gone through a couple of off-the-field issues with Trent Williams yep. and been very patient with him. And, seeming, again, from the outside looking in at it, very patient and very forgiving and very uh, – they've worked with him on some other stuff off the field and, uh, you know, and his setbacks too. So – I don't know where this stands because I think it seems like the organization has been fairly good to him at times. And obviously when he's on the field and he's right, he's been very good for the Redskins as a football team. And from a football standpoint, you just can't not have one of your best players on a team. That's maybe not going to be very good. They certainly were just mediocre last year and you hope you're better. But when you take away one of your best players, that's not a good thing for yeah. it's, you know, maybe the Patriots can survive it. The Redskins can't, you know, one thing that just kind of struck me uh, and I don't know if there's anything to this, but there was a report uh, and I think it was Albert Breer of the MMQB that the Redskins shop some unnamed high priced veterans uh, right around the tra- right around the draft, maybe to get a deal done with Joshua. I wonder, I- I'm just trying to, Think this through. I wonder if at some point they said, hey, everyone, including Trent Williams, is available for a price, and somehow that got back to Trent Williams. I don't know. I doubt it. I don't know. Um, here's just in wrapping it this. It raises an eyebrow, yeah, though, doesn't it? it? And here's yeah. the thing, and I want to, I'm glad you brought that up, because if you look at the Redskins right now, the roster, the two highest salary cap hits this year, Alex Smith and Trent Williams. Yeah. And Alex Smith – you know, it sounds like things are going better with him health-wise, but he's probably not said, going to the play. by the way, he, he would have the external fixator, or Alex Smith told him he would have the external fixator, that thing, or, or that metal rod thing around his leg, off in about a month. I saw Alex Smith on Wednesday yeah. in the trainer in the trainer room. He wasn't doing anything. He was just standing. I just saw him briefly. I mean, so he's at the facility. Yeah. He's you know. being around the team. Yeah. But Alex Smith, $20.4 million. Trent Williams, cap hit of 147 Yeah. Potential, if Trent Williams' vow is true, that your two highest-paid guys accounting for $35.1 bucks are not going to play for your team next year. And then the third highest-paid guy is Josh Norman at $14.5 million. Wow. Wow. Pretty incredible. Earl, my man, as yep. always, thanks for joining us. You're the best. Uh, look forward to doing many more radio There's shows with you. There's always something to talk about with it's the Redskins. It's almost training camp. It? It's almost training. I mean, we got to get through this phase First, another, you know, another mini camp practice on Thursday uh, and then three more or two more probably OTA sessions and then done for the summer. And then we reconvene. Quick summer, July just a few weeks, six weeks after next week, the OTAs in six weeks in training camp. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate yep. it. Uh, make sure you follow Earl at Earl Forsey at Earl Forsey, F-O-R-C-E-Y at Earl Forsey. Great follow and a great voice of D.C. sports and a passionate Uh, Redskins fan, no doubt about it, right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Hey, guys, it's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. Listen up. If you want to increase your performance at work, do a better job. If you want to increase your performance at home and in bed, I've got the answer for you. It's BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. Blue BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA active 
and improved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. It's not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door. Again, discreet package, no in-person doctor's visit, no awkwardness. They're made the USA. Right now, we've got a special deal for the Locked On Redskins listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use our promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com. B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew, the better, cheaper, faster choice right here. Locked on Redskins. All right, we're going to come back and uh, wrap this up real quickly here because we're running way late on time. We've got so much content and just not enough time to get it all in because of this Trent Williams stuff. Thanks to Earl Forsey for joining us. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Untuck It. We thank them for sponsoring Locked On. If you're looking for a great Father's Day idea, their shirts are specifically designed to look great untucked and feel comfortable at work on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, promo code NBA, to get 20% off. Also buy Grip 6 belts. Grip 6, ultra lightweight with no holes, no flap, and it's a great Father's Day gift. Go to Grip 6, which has a special offer for you at grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Redskins podcast. Don't forget to check us out in the Himalaya podcasting app. Download it now in the App Store, Google Play Store. Uh, It is easy, it is free, and it is yours, and you can get the Locked on Redskins podcast and just about any podcast you want on Himalaya. Thanks for being with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 244. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.